This morning with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat is brought to you by Abe's Door Service, where service is their specialty. Visit abesdoor.ca. Oh, brand new Food Fridays. Only our second one, and you know that there is a certain theme that we need to follow. <laughs> I wish turkey only cost a nickel. Oh, I love turkey on Thanksgiving. Yes, okay. So everybody loves turkey at Thanksgiving. What about the rest of the meal? You can't eat all turkey. What about the sides? What about the sides? You know, they may be off to the side, but sometimes they can make or break a meal. I am so glad to be talking to... (laughs) Don't look at me like that. I had to throw a pen in there somewhere. That's the wow. Paul Schufeld, the chef extraordinaire and, of course, owner of Woodshed, Hayloft, Workshop Eatery, Greenhouse at the City Golf Courses. He is the owner of Robert Spencer Hospitality Group, and he joins us to talk about, the, not turkey, we're talking about sides. And if there is a question uh, that you have for Paul, let us know. It may be, you know, about turkey and stuff. Yeah, I'm about sure you've food. Cooked, you've, you've, you've cooked a few turkeys in your life. Yeah, for, yep. sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, a few turkeys for sure. My uh, my daughter would be doing a hard eye roll at your yam pun right now. She loves she loves the dad jokes. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she does mom jokes enough. To, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Wow. So so talk to me talk to me about what you're eating this Thanksgiving. Like when you have time. I don't know. I don't even know if you know what you're eating. You know, you know, chefs never get to eat. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. Something they make themselves. It's Friday. Ideally, I, haven't even th- I haven't even thought about what I'm having on Sunday night. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't know what I'm having for breakfast yet. But If you were able to, and it was everything you wanted for a side dish at Thanksgiving, what would it be? Well, it'd, I mean, it'd probably be my mom cooking, because like, who makes a holiday meal better than your mom, right? Aww. I mean, that's what you've uh, grown up with, but it would definitely be some of her amazing stuffing, uh, her mashed potatoes, you know, all the classics. Classics. Yeah. Um, actually, she always made this um, uh, Filipino dish, which was quite odd. It kind of didn't really fit with the traditional table, but she made a pansit, uh, and she's become kind of known for making that at every really? holiday meal, but kind of a weird one. To get. My grandmother uh, worked at a hospital uh, in Montreal, and a lot of her coworkers were Filipino, and and they invited her over for dinner, and she fell in love with this dish. She taught my mom this dish, and now it's kind of become Depends part it. of part of our our traditional. It's the rice noodles, right? Yeah, with it's some a, meat like and almost an egg. like a chow mein noodle, yep. but it's got like yeah. But in my mom's, it's it's been uh, Canadian fied a little bit, <laughs> but you know, uh, um, uh, chicken and cabbage and uh, carrots and that sort of thing. It's it's delicious, but uh, it's funny how weird things not different not weird but different things land on become traditional in your home right so well that's just it that's actually kind of cool because it adds to something I, I love mashed potatoes I love peas mm-hmm. uh, I don't like stuffing but I like gravy and I like cranberry all the standard stuff but if something else gets gets introduced to that I think that's kind of a cool it doesn't have to be everything new yeah yeah, and I think, I mean, I don't know, it speaks to kind of Canadian cuisine as mm-hmm. a whole. We don't really have a lot of things that are our own or traditional. We've kind of taken a little bit from, from everyone, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I always kind of like that uniqueness. And, and that's how to get uh, your culture into it as well. We, we got, just got a text from Lyle saying, best Thanksgiving side dish has to be sour cabbage rolls. <laughs> there you go. You yeah, know, I have heard the sides of progies. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's it's never been a part of my uh, my experience, but I think that's what makes it unique, right? Is that 
that uh, for me, it's as much about the smells when you walk into the room, mm-hmm. when, you know, you, you open mm-hmm. grandma's door, mom's door, and all of a sudden all those flavors and smells of your childhood come back and everybody's table has those things that are, you know, kind of unique and special. So, so I'm curious if you were setting up a special Thanksgiving dinner and you were having a, a restaurant uh, patrons coming in and you wanted to hit them with the classics, obviously, but also something different, where would you go? Uh, one of my favorite ones, uh, and it's funny, I was such a plain veg- vegetable kid when I was a kid. Like, peas and carrots were adventurous. Huh. Uh, I love, uh, we do a yam casserole now, which is really, really nice, uh, in that uh, we're hitting it with a little bit of spice. We use uh, some, some uh, chipotles, mm-hmm. uh, a little bit of um, uh, maple syrup, brown sugar, um, you know, and then finish it with sort of a crumble. It's almost kind of like a dessert, and maybe that's why I love it so much, but... Uh, <laughs> I love that. I mean, and then there's other ways to go. Um, there's nothing wrong with a good old bacon, you know, bacon roasted Brussels sprout. Uh, getting a little bit of. Oh, uh, oh you, you've you've touched a nerve. He, <laughs> he, nerve. he does not like Brussels sprouts. I but involuntarily gag when I hear the things. Could like you that. make Brussels sprouts that he would like? Uh, I don't know. I mean, we we do a deep fried Brussels sprout at all the restaurants with sriracha sour cream, and we have converted a lot of people. They uh, I'm they're... getting challenged again. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a minute. I'll go grab a deep fryer and some Brussels sprouts. Like that. Hey, Hayloft isn't far from where I live. There so you go. Always swing there by. You go. Uh, as long as Bratzel's buying, fine. I'll give it a shot. That's Perfect. the only way I'm doing it, though. <laughs> so it. what about uh, unique takes on, on already existing um, sides, like mashed potatoes? Is, can, can you zhuzh them up? Oh, I mean, uh, potatoes and rice are such blank canvases. You can really do anything with them, right? I mean, your your flavor uh, combinations are, are limitless. Um I'm trying to think of something off the top of my head. I mean, we've done, you know, blue cheese and leek mashed potatoes, uh, you know, the classic buttermilk mashed potato. Um, but you can throw anything in there. I mean, I, one of my favorite things is actually taking mashed potatoes and we'll uh, saute a little bit of chorizo and cheddar mm-hmm. uh, and and mix that right into your mashed potato. And then we uh, cool it and form them into balls and bread them and we call them tater tots chorizo cheddar tater tots so like arancini almost, kind of like it but with but potato. exactly That's, I don't even know what an arancini now you guys are starting to speak different <laughs> languages to me here what's They're, an arancini the rice balls that you fry oh okay yeah but basically uh, anything you fry is going to be good right I mean it, it's hard balls, to go wrong. I guess yes, yeah. Yeah. you have to be careful about the emotionalism of a holiday though so mixing up doing something different with a, with a mashed potato for example without having the old standby there for somebody who is just so locked on, would, would you make two or you say, no, it's one or the other? Uh, I think you I think you just got to lean into it I and think do so. that, yeah. that new thing. And if they don't like it, hey, this is your house. It's your tradition, <laughs> right? You yeah, you put on turkey dinner next year. <laughs> That's yeah. it, exactly. What right? about vegetables besides Brussels sprouts? What else, are, what else how, how, how else can we, you know, be a little bit more adventurous besides the glazed carrots? I've, uh, I've come to really enjoy parsnips. They're really quite mm. nice. They kind of have... Um, this slightly sharp flavor, but also really naturally sweet. Uh, I love finishing them with just the, just a hint of vanilla and, and maple. Mm. Uh, really quite nice as well. Even some fresh sage, uh, like just finely chopped fresh sage in there. Uh, really delicious. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, uh, because you know you talked about a little bit of sweet. We have something for you. We're going to take a quick break here. So you, you, you stew on, on other kind of vegetables. Yeah. We'll take a quick break and then a little surprise for you when we come back. Gets high on you, and the space he invades, he gets by on you. 
This morning with Stacy Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat, presented by Abe's Door Service, with 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. A lot of people weighing in on their Thanksgiving sides on the text line. Doug says, my mom used to make parsnips for Thanksgiving, pan-fried in butter until they caramelized a bit. Very good. Uh, AMFM says, you don't need fancy pants ingredients for mashed potatoes. Just try some simple fried onions, diced, makes for a fine, tasty mashed potato. And Lauren, uh, I have a rutabaga carrot oh. side. I've never cooked a rutabaga, rutabaga. before. Is that kind of like a parsnip or one of the... It's kind of like... It's in the turnip family. Mm-hmm. Um, not my favorite. That's one I still have struggled with uh, <laughs> enjoying. Uh, I think, well, actually, the first restaurant I worked at years ago, we used to have seasonal vegetables, and rutabaga or turnip was always one of the seasonal vegetables. Always think, in season. <laughs> yes, yeah. Because yeah, it was dirt cheap, I'm just, just being honest. And... and uh, I think just that smell of constantly having it in the background of the kitchen, I was like, hmm, I think I'm done with rutabaga and turnip. <laughs> so. And you mentioned beets, too. A lot of people, you know, pull beets, beets out of their garden. That's always a, oh, a go-to staple. How do you make, how do you jazz that up? Such a great time of year for those. Don't um, you don't need to, yeah, you're right. You don't need to do a lot. I prefer to roast them rather than boiling them. Uh, you kind of get it, mm-hmm. it, concentrate that flavor, really bring out that natural sweetness. Uh, you can roast them skin on and then give them a quick peel, finish them again. Like, I love just that touch of sweetness um they like uh, you could finish them with a little bit of crumbled goat cheese over the top mm-hmm. or fromage blanc uh you can um a little bit of like candied pecans or something like that something sweet you know maybe that balance between a little bit of maple syrup and balsamic vinegar like something like that really would be quite nice as well but especially in a thanksgiving traditional thanksgiving meal there's so much savory yes. that if you throw a little sweet in there it's it just adds to the to the joy yeah and you know we're talking like a, you know a teaspoon to a tablespoon depending on how much you're putting in there i mean you're, you you want to accentuate the natural sweetness of the beets you don't want to like make them taste like candy, right? Speaking of, speaking of candy, um, I've made you, you, I've talked to you so many times over the years and you always bring in food. You didn't today. Um, so I've <laughs> I decided... A, I brought, it's early. I brought a coffee. <laughs> uh, I decided to feed you today and you look very nervous. <laughs> I'm excited about this. Incredibly excited. You I know what's wait. coming and I'm loving it. This is something that my family made when I was a kid. Ambrosia salad. Oh, very. (laughs) Ambrosia, of course, means food of the gods. So uh, this is an. I've never made ambrosia salad (laughs) before. I can understand why. Yeah. Do you not like ambrosia? Salad? Uh, it's not salad. Let's be let's, let's be I'm, honest I'm, here. I, right now, I'm thinking of all those things my mom would say when I was a kid about if you don't like something, you know, if you don't have nothing, anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. But the, I tried to do a different take on it. So ambrosia salad has the the colored little marshmallows. Yeah, it has uh, whipped topping, not whipped cream, whipped topping. Uh, miracle whip, cool uh, whip, take your Oh, pick. nice. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. The, the, it's the cool whip, and it's got um, uh, coconut. And I this one recipe called for pecans. I never had that as a kid. Um, pecans. And then for cherries, I didn't have enough maraschino cherries, so I had some boozy cherries. <laughs> close, close <laughs> From a local distillery, MD Distillery in St. Albert, I had some boozy cherries in there. I think, and so, I think the question I have to ask though is, what makes this a salad? <laughs> it's not salad. I know. I always laugh. My husband my husband almost died yesterday when I had to give it to him. And he's like, is this wallpaper paste or is this food? I it's love this It's not a stuff. salad. It's like, mmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. For me, it's dessert in the middle of dinner. So Pretty what? Much Have is, you had yes. one of the boozy cherries yet? Uh, I can't tell. I can't tell. Are, to be honest, are really good. Anyway. Yeah. Oh no, this is oh, great. Here, here's mm-hmm. a boozy cherry. Mm. Boozy cherry. There you go. There's there's a lot of coconut. Well, I don't know. I just did the. Did I'm not. I'm not arguing. I'm just. I'm remarking. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely so be sure kind. to add this to my repertoire. <laughs> Going. <laughs> Going to a loft and ambrosia salad. Apparently, it's a miss, my ambrosia salad. (laughs) Oh, I'm eating this stuff for the rest. Daryl really likes it. You know, it's perfect for breakfast, to be honest. There you go. You're you're welcome. That's for the time you made me eat uh, raw oysters on the air, and I was gagging, and then I got salt from the The ocean. Well, no, no, no. There was the salt underneath the the oyster, and it was in my mouth. I'm like, "Ah, ah." so it, it was, it was. It was not a great TV moment for me. Uh. Um, Angie weighs in saying, add herbed cream cheese to mashed potatoes. That mm. sounds delicious. Herbed cream cheese. <laughs> yeah, fresh herbs and anything. I mean, um, when you, especially when you're making something like a mashed potato, as I said, it's so neutral in flavor. Think about the things you're serving it with and, and things that complement that. So like turkey. Uh, you know, leeks and sage would be something really nice in there. Uh, I've even seen us in the past where we've uh, finely chopped uh, dried cranberries and, and folded something like that into there. You're kind of getting those elements and those flavor profiles that traditionally go with turkey <laughs> in a bit of a different presentation. Are you Sorry, I'm just with the, getting the a, got a little extra ambrosia. In there. <laughs> did the boozy cherries take away or did it add to the dish? Um, neither took away nor <laughs> Uh, <laughs> thank you for coming in, for going through that. Thank for giving her an excuse to make the thing that I'll eat once you're gone. There if you're you not, go. you're not finding a back. I will. Yeah, I'll be sure to write a Google review about this later. <laughs> Would well, not recommend. Paul <laughs> <laughs> well, Schufelt joining us this morning. You know him from uh, Woodshed Burgers and from Hayloft, and uh, it's great to have you in here. Thanks so much for taking the time to hop up early, come in and hang out with us. Thanks and being for, so polite about my ambrosia salad. Thanks for having me. Let's just call it ambrosia. Or just give it a single name. That way we don't have to argue with salad. He'd rather eat that than Brussels sprouts, for sure. <laughs> oh, <laughs> heck yeah.